Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Hi, my name is Lewis Howes and welcome to the Daily Motivation Show. Every funny guy from high school and college, none of them are doing anything right now that I know of. Yeah. How did you become who you are where most people from high school and college who are the funniest person in the room don't do that? Very short answer is I think humility. In college, I was the, probably the funniest guy in the room. There was a bunch of really funny guys. Oh, a bunch that tried to get into stand-up. But really? Yeah, yeah, the, but you know, tried it, but they were like, they didn't do well, and then their ego shut them down. Look, I mean, the funniest guys, a lot of times are, are like the athlete who just, it's not funny. He's just the loudest, biggest, slap the guy in the back of the neck, everyone laughs because no one's, you know, like that's the energy. And I, I, I'm not saying I wasn't that guy, I, I wasn't that guy, but like, I was an athlete. In college, I was a frat boy, I was like a, a meathead, and I'm sure a lot of my laughs were at the, ex the expense of other people at times. But when I got to New York, and there was this thing of my ego was shutting me down, of like not, like I didn't want to, I didn't want to put myself out there, really be vulnerable and say like, I want to be funny, how do I do this? Like, can someone help me? Because I really? was funny, I knew I was funny, but you gotta go like, I gotta learn, I want to learn. But there's an art to stand up and comedy versus a group of five buddies and telling jokes and just having people laugh at you. I mean, let's be honest, with the guys I grew up around, just calling your friend gay. Right. That was like people that laughing. That was the sense of humor. Right. Look at him, look at this shirt, you know, like, and it doesn't translate. You gotta figure out, you gotta figure out how to write a joke and learn how to write a joke and learn how to learn stage presence, learn how to think quick on your feet. There's a lot, be comfortable on stage. There's a lot of that that goes on. And then after you get all that, you gotta find your voice. and. How did you longer. find your voice? And was it different than what you were in college for those years? So what's interesting is that I, I had my natural voice the very first time I got on stage. Really? hundred percent. What happened is I moved to New York and comedy wasn't doing what my natural voice was. I was more of a storyteller and New York was very set up punch, very crowd worky, very quick on your feet, very, very uh, improv-y, but like, trick improv like uh you ask someone a question but you already have the punchline, and then and then you can like trick people to think you came up with it on the fly and it's it was like that and so i had to learn that and i had to learn crowd work and then i moved to la and i got further away from my voices i learned real setup punch like you know <laughs> you know what cops hate when you touch their faces like and then that was me and then i took it on the road and and i got a little better but i was always sort of derivative of what, what else you were seeing and i think that was a lot of us comics i think podcasting helped me find my voice really yeah. But you started in 2012, right? I start, well, I started whenever Rogan started. I didn't. St I started doing my podcast uh, like a couple years after Rogan, but I started doing Rogan's podcast when he's, you know, right the first year he was doing it. Yeah. And I, and I remember going in with jokes to do his podcast the first time. Interesting. And, I, and but this is like 10 years ago or something, right? Or this is, oh, this is 12 years ago. It's going to be 13. And, and this is my impression of Joe. Because huh? you you, know, you don't tell a joke to another comedian. You would never run. I'd never fly a joke by you. I'd be, or I might go like, hey, let me ask you. Have you heard something like this? I'll do that. But I would never like really tell you a joke as a comic. They, Why not? It, it just isn't. It's not. That's, that is uh, that is uh, that is against the law in our business. What are the what are the the unwritten rules in comedy? You do not you do not run a bit by another comic and think they're not going to catch it or smell it. Like like uh, 
I remember Patrice O'Neill, someone was doing a bit and he goes, are you doing a bit to me right now? You think I'm gonna sit and listen to a bit? Wow. Out in front of the club, do it on stage. Don't do it in front of me. Gross. I told Rogan a bit about. On his show. On his show. I said it and then I watched it start to fall apart. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I was like, you know, never mind. He went, well, no, tell me. Tell me the story. What happened? No, no, finish it. I go, I don't think you'd like it. And he goes, tell me. Why not? Why would I like it? And Joe is like, Joe's like my wife, just brutally honest. And you're like, good God. I'm so uncomfortable right now. No, tell me. And then I told it to him and he goes, I like it. And I was like, okay, this is not jokes. This is not morning radio. This is going to be two friends talking and having a conversation. And so I started developing bits based on a real authentic conversation like I would have had in high school, like I would have had in college, like I did the first time on stage. And then I got known for a little bit. I was like, hey, next time I'm on, remind me to tell you about the time I got involved with the Russian mafia. And he's like, wait, what? And I was like, I'll tell you when next time I'm on. Ooh, that's a good, that's a yeah. good promo. And then he, a week later, he's like, dude, you gotta come on and tell me the story. So then that, that's when I found my authentic voice. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Daily Motivation, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click the link in the description that will take you to the full episode of our main podcast on the School of Greatness. And if you are loving The Daily Motivation, please follow us over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts right now. And if you want more exclusive content and ad-free listening experience, make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel on Apple Podcast right now. And if you want to get even more inspiration from our world-class guests and learn how to improve your life and take it to the next level, then make sure to sign up for the Greatness newsletter and get it delivered right to your inbox over at greatness.com slash newsletter. Again, have an amazing day, and I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of The Daily Motivation Show. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus chews.